Yo, 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 what's good, world? It's your boy, Rob. Andy, Gio will be with us, y'all, in 10 minutes. Real talk, real views. Yo, man, we're going to be real quick, me and Andy. And Gio, if he, if he pops up, we're going to be talking about the uh, playoffs. My boy Andy was a superstar in the game of basketball in high school. Everybody knew Andy for his commitment, his drive. Boy, he was dunking on everybody. He was shooting threes on everybody. Shit, if Andy wanted to, he could got a scholarship. <laughs> Andy was a beast on the court. Beast on the court, man. But um, Andy, man, after watching that game, the Nuggets, I would say those guys have a lot of potential. But what is it about the big stage that makes a 20-year-old not realize where he's in? How do you not watch Undisputed? The night before, where Skip Bailey said, LeBron has the easiest route to the NBA Finals. He's see the basketball gods are with him. How do you, as a 20-year-old, hear that and not just say, I'm going to fucking prove Skip Bayless wrong? Because I want to know if those guys watch the clip or not. Because I'm not even on the Denver Nuggets team, and I was mad as hell. I was like, yo, I wish I was on the team. I would block. I would, I would kick. I would, I would do whatever I could, man, because it looked like the Nuggets didn't even watch that, dog. Like, what do you think went wrong with the Nuggets, man? I mean, nah, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. But, well, first things first, I want to say uh, kudos to the Denver Nuggets. They did uh, they had a phenomenal run. I don't think anybody expected them to um, probably just accept that first that first round against Jazz, against the Jazz. Mm -hmm. That's probably the only series winner they expected uh, of them. So it's like the fact that they made it that far to the Western Conference, Western Conference Finals, kudos to them. But in regards to um, – uh, them li listening to the criticism. I think they did, honestly. Uh, I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was when they was facing the, the Clippers, Jamal Murray mentioned how everybody, he said everybody needs to shut up. And I think he was talking about, he was talking about mainly about the group of uh, NBA on TNT. So he was talking about Shaq, Chuck <laughs> and them, because everybody, all of them was saying that, yo, the Lakers are going Lakers are going to beat the, the Devil Nuggets. Oh, I'm sorry. The Clippers are going to beat the Devil Nuggets and whatnot. And so when the Nuggets beat the Clippers, he was like, yo, they, they need to be quiet. They need to respect us or whatever. So I, I think they do hear it. Honestly, though, man, I think at the end of the day, you have to take a look at the, the structure of the team. Mm -hmm. One thing that I noticed kind of interesting with the Nuggets was that um, both Jokic and Murray – had the highest played minutes, and I, I think, than anybody else in the NBA. I think um, De uh, Murray played 710 minutes oh, within this playoffs. Damn. So it's not, I'm gonna be 100. I, I honestly believe that, yo, they just ran out of gas. That's and it's and it's okay. You're, you're a young team. Um, they showed that they had phenomenal potential, and they're gonna be a legit threat for the years to come because they, they're a young team, like you were saying, man. And they, they have the best center, and they clearly have a star in Murray. Um, but I just – it was just – honestly, it was just the experience of the Lakers because the Lakers have final – they have champions on their team, and they have people that went, went to the finals. You have Dwight that went to the finals. JaVale McGee's a champion. LeBron's a champion. Rondo's a champion. So it's like they, they have that experience and that caliber there. And that's all that was. But it was just the – it was just the experienced season team that – beat the young team. That's all it was. Man, um, you're right, man. Yeah, yeah. They had some shots that they could have knocked down, Andy. 
They have some yeah. I was like, come on, man. You missed that. You missed the layup. Come on, Joker, man. Like, one of the things that I noticed really quick, Jamal Murray, he's going to have to strengthen his mentality. A little weak-minded. He got a, he got hurt, and he just – it was like he disappeared. Did you notice that? He it's just – it was like no, he was acting like a whip. Do you not remember Isaiah Thomas just slipping like this? <laughs> Do you not remember that? <laughs> like – what, what, like, yo, who's gonna feel sorry for you that you hurt? Nobody cares, nobody gives you're a right. fuck. No, no, you gotta right. keep playing. You're right, nobody does care. However, here's the thing though he, because I, did, I didn't see the game, but it could have been one of those things where it was already hurt and he uh -huh. was playing through it and he didn't tell nobody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it could yeah. be, it could be a lot of those things, man. Like, again, to to um, Isaiah, was that in the finals? Yeah, I think that's why though. <laughs> or that, that makes yeah, sense. That was the finals. It had to be the finals. Yeah, he was limp. This guy was limping. I will never forget it, man. Just limping, playing defense, limping. It's just, it's unbelievable. I think Jamal Murray thought Jokic was gonna take over, but Jokic was cold. Jokic, he has to step up, man. You, 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 you got to be there, man. Both of y'all can't be ice cold. If if both of y'all are ice cold, y'all not gonna win. Yeah, that which means that I think they need a third superstar. Paul Millsap, pathetic. Gotta go. I'm taking him out by team. When I seen him running, just no, really, you see how running? No, no yeah. just he just looks so old, man. No, no, no. And I, I agree. I agree. I think, I think that's that, that's just gonna be the recipe for their success. Is just like having that third person that they could probably rely on. Um, cause and, and it, the funny thing about this whole playoff series, like this whole playoff run, is that you kind of see it, um, mainly on the west side. Like we seen the Jazz, and I think it was only, um, Donovan Mitchell that was dominating, killing, right? Mm -hmm. But you you could only do that for so long. What happened to him? He got tired, and that's why they end up losing. Cause he had he had to guard Jamal, and he still had to score. And they end up losing. I think it's the same thing with the Nuggets. It was one of those things where they was playing their hearts out. Mm -hmm. But they – and I was going to say this. I think the Clippers – how do I say this one? They could have beat the Lakers. Uh-huh. The, the Clippers could have beat the Lakers. They would have been way more of a challenge. I wouldn't say that. I was going to say the Clippers helped the Lakers because Denver had to go uh, – Denver had to go through another seven-game series. Against a tougher team, even though the Clippers played like trash, um, mm -hmm. they had leads in those games, and it's like again, those are added minutes to Joker, those are added minutes to to Murray. So when you get to the Lakers, even better team in my opinion, it's like man, like the you know what I'm saying. So it's like mm -hmm. the the it's like every minute counts, and it's like again, they were just tired at the end of that stretch. Yeah, and it's, it's it's okay, you know. It's like it's it's okay. I mean, it's it's another one of those things. Like I think the same thing happened happened with Kobe when Kobe was, I think, his, his rookie year. He shot those four air balls. He was saying the same thing. Like I realized by the end of that season during the playoff time, I didn't have enough legs under me. So what did he do? He trained for that. So the same thing with them. They just got to train for those extended series, and they'll be fine, man. My dog, I hope so because you gotta remember. I seen some commercials, man. Clay Thompson was working back on his game. Oh yeah. No, they bet the Lakers. They can they can enjoy this if they if they end up winning it. Just be happy, brother. Warriors weren't here. The Warriors are here. 
you motherfuckers are in trouble. So enjoy it right now. Like I said, that's a team that's been LeBron and LeBron's kryptonite now since he's on the West. The Warriors. Oh, man. <laughs> the Warriors are no. uh, kryptonite. Nah. I think I honestly think it's gonna be interesting, like to see a healthy Clay, to see a healthy Steph, Draymond. Um, they got the second pick, so I don't know what they're gonna do with that. But it's it's gonna be interesting next season. They're coming back. They're coming back. That's that's I, the I'm scared of. They're coming back. I know, I know they they're coming back. Yeah, but I don't know if it's gonna be championship. It might be like it might be conference. Mm-hmm. I give them conference finals. I give them that. Man, Clay Thompson might come back angry. You just you just don't know, man. Maybe Steph Curry might be working on his defense, but I got so so Andy. Just after watching that series, man, it taught me a lot about life, dog. You gotta want it so bad. Like I'm talking, you 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 gotta really 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 want it. You gotta you gotta make those those extra plays. You can't sit there and watch somebody lay the fucking ball up. Are you gonna defend? I remember, remember when we played when we played basketball in uh, third grade. Coach Angel would get so bad at us if we, if somebody took the shot and we watched him take the shot. We even go down to the down low to try to grab a rebound. <laughs> Stop staring at the ball. Get your ass down and get the rebound. <laughs> and that's probably why I got that mentality. You know, I don't sit there and watch like I would see these guys do it. Even on the defensive end, at least put a hand up. Damn. But when you're just staring at him, lay it up. He's gonna make it. You're not even, you're not doing anything. I'm like that. So many, it was driving me crazy, Andy. No, I think the thing is you got to take into consideration that the the game changed. And so it's like, if you, if you're going to try to block a shot, you got to keep in mind, am I in this, am I in the way of him landing? Uh, How many fouls do I have? What's, what's the, what's the situation? (laughs) What's the flow of the game? There's a lot to to take into consideration. It's not just, man, I'm going to just go ahead and block this shot. Some players are like that. And that's usually the, the, the lower tier players that they could get stubbed out and it's not going to hurt the team. But sometimes you got to take into consideration, like, okay, I got to make sure that I stay out of foul trouble. So he got me beat. He has me beat. And if I go up to try to block this shot nine times out of 10, it's going to be more, it's going to end up being a foul than me getting a clean block. Even if I block it clean, the, the position that I'm in, it could look like a, it's, it could be a foul. You seen it, man. They call fouls for anything nowadays. You sneeze on the on the, on the offensive players and foul. Like so how like, a couple times. I know you saw that too. I'm like, come on, man. They they all do though. Every single the, every single player does that now. And it's yo, if that's part, of, if that's keeping y'all safe, if that's you know, if that's part of the game now, then it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't get. I mean, that's just the game today, man. But anyway, our team plays here in a few hours. Miami Heat want them to close. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You ain't gonna talk about LeBron though. <laughs> no. Never no. talk about LeBron. <laughs> no. no. But yo, man, <laughs> I'm competitive, man. LeBron's the enemy now. He's the enemy now. I can care less about LeBron. I want to see his ass get whooped. Him and and um Mr. <laughs> Unibrow. I want oh, them both to get bushed. Oh, my goodness. But, like, he got a little hurt, too, on his ankle. He was hobbling a little bit. And now, LeBron did, too. LeBron did, too. I think it was the game before that one, too. Uh-huh. Um, but why, why why can't you just give the man his props, right? <laughs> I want Miami to win. <laughs> Every year, I want the Miami Heat to win. Every year. I'm, the, I'm competitive as fuck, man. I want LeBron to actually meet his match. I want 
And you know LeBron said he wants to go against Miami. He thinks they'll pose more of a challenge than the Celtics. The Celtics had a chance to beat LeBron when he was in Cleveland a couple years ago, and they fucking faulted. And this is when Kyrie Irving was hurt. And Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, the same lineup they have now, but they had Al Horford, yeah. which I feel yeah. like was better. I feel like they're missing that because there was something about Al Horford that it just, it's gone now because he's not there. But they, 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 can't, they can't handle LeBron, man. They got all these locker room issues sometimes. Nah. Yeah, if the, if, the, if, the if the Celtics go, I see them get in the game, but that's it. It's like, I don't really see them. Gordon Hayward's not even 100%. Yeah. He's yeah. not in season mode. Kimball Walker got his moments. If, if, if I put a defender, a real defender on Kimball Walker, he ain't going to make all those threes that he's been making. You know, Mark is smart. If somebody could lock him up and take him out of the game, maybe the best he'll do is play defense on that person. But if that person is very, very talented, like how we saw LeBron was somebody all up on him and he still made the damn shot. Like, I, that's the only props you get for me, Eddie, about LeBron. That's it. That's it. Got me so fucking mad. Guy was all over him, all over him, and he still makes the damn shot. There's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can no, do. Yeah, Just man, knock him out, punch him in his face, and maybe he won't get up and you win the game. But like, like I said, dog, I feel like the Heat will pose a threat. I think, um, I feel like somebody from the bench is gonna be the one to step up and it's gonna surprise him. I feel like Eric may put in Leonard and Leonard may drop 30 points and it's gonna surprise the Lakers. Like, oh shit, Leonard? Yeah, I so, just, that's our seven footer. So here's, here's the thing, here's the thing. With, with the Heat, if the Heat go against the Lakers, they have, that might go seven games. The reason why I'm saying that is because the Heat are the Heat are impossible to scout mm-hmm. because at any given point in time, it could be anybody. Yep. The fact that Tyler Hero dropped 37 one night, it's like what? You had Jimmy drop 40 on the Bucks. You had Dragic. You got Duncan. It's like it could be any one of them boys, any given moment in time. So right. plus. They got Dollar, which I think the main reason why they, why they got him, because he hasn't been – I haven't really seen him play, but I think they got him just for LeBron James. Just in case they do make it to the finals, they have an additional um, player that could probably – that he's their best chance. Not their best chance, but he's like – yeah, their best chance. LeBron away. LeBron. LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He can put LeBron away. I know he can. I still believe in Dollar, man. I'm happy he's on our team this time. But, yeah, man, it's it's – it, I, I can't wait to see how this, this finals unfold. Shout out to the NBA for still doing the season. I'm going to publicly say on the air I was wrong. I thought that they should have never played. But for some reason, watching the game, it brings some kind of joy to my life with all the bullshit going on. <laughs> you know, so I was wrong. The NFL playing, I'm still watching it, and I'm still enjoying it. But to me, it'll always be better with crowd, audience being there. And I think those guys will never take the audience being there for granted ever again. Just it's better when you have a crowd there, man. But even even though even though the, the even though the crowd boos for uh, equality, but never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You're right. We don't know what would have happened if the crowds were there. We, we 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 don't know. But I think you're right, though, Andy. They did that in Kansas City. You know, I don't in know your city, mean. right? Yeah, your city, bro. <laughs> not, my, not my city. I just live here. I'm just a resident, man. <laughs> Miami guy, always for Dade County, three or five. Y'all ready? Uh, yeah, man, but uh, like, man, like I, like, like I said, man, yeah, you, you're right. We, we don't know. We don't know what would have happened, Andy, but you might have a point. Maybe the crowd would have been, been, been tripping, man. What a year it's been, dog. What a year it's been. I'm going to be practicing uh, 
pulled the stunt. I don't know if you've ever taken it. You remember when you were about to, when you first said to yourself, you know what, I'm going to take this photography thing kind of serious. And you were scared because somewhere in the back of your mind, you're like, dog, what if this fails, man? Like, but you're, but you're, but you're so optimistic. You're like, I don't even want to look at that because. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the thing. And I, I recently heard this not too long ago. If you, if you fail, what happens if you fail? You know what? Absolutely nothing. You just learn. There's that. Ultimately, there's that. But I, and I think, in a more literal sense, okay, you 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 failed, and you end up where you are right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I didn't necessarily. They might be saying, "Oh, I lost money." Yeah, that was part of the lesson. So next time around, you're gonna know what not to do. You know, and that's where the growth comes in. I think. Yeah, so in terms of like you're talking about the, C- the CDL, right? Yeah, yeah, going to train, getting back in behind a, the wheel of a truck again, man. I haven't done that in two years, man. I, and, 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 you know, my wife, was, my wife is always telling me, she's like, you better not. If it, my wife's like, make this shit happen. We need somebody to come through. And it's like at this point, once again, I'm that hope. Um, I was that hope to get us a car. I had a good credit and I had to get my license and I got it. And I remember being in that position a couple of years ago, man, 2017. I didn't, you know, my, my wife couldn't get a, a, night, a brand new car for a lot. I, I was the only one with the good credit. And so I had to pass the damn test. I got my, my, my license and shit. And I remember how happy she was. You know, we were able to go off the lot, get a brand new 2017 Honda Accord, man. I was the guy, I was basically took a clutch shot. It was the game winner was on me and I made it. Now I got to make it again. I got to make it again, man. I, it's crazy. You always be dreaming about being in these positions, Andy, and it's like, yo, you, you're at your attitude. I feel so confident, man. It kind of scares me. Like, damn, why am I so confident, man? But, what? What? How long? How long will you be be at the class? Man, I'm gonna be there from the 28th of September, and they said October 19th is my expected graduation date. So I should have it when I'm coming down to your wedding. I should have the CDL already in hand. As a matter of so, fact, I probably should have drove a week already. Drove a week and then go to your wedding because, you know, got to make some money before I go out there. But, like, when I'm at your wedding, we should be cheering about me being successful with that choice that I made. And you know what's crazy? This is how I know it's going to happen. Um, I looked on my workday thing. My manager at the hospital I was working at, he denied me to go to your wedding. He denied me. He said, no. He said, your time off requested was denied. <laughs> and I was like, first it was my dad, the stroke. Then it was, now it's, it's you. And I was like, dog, this is why this is happening. This is how I know everything's just falling in place and it's just going to work. It's all going to work itself out. It's all going to work itself out, man. There's a blessing behind this. Have you ever gotten a day off? No. I know. Um, I've, the only time he gave me off was when my Gabriella. wife had to be, that, that was it. That was it. That was the only time he let me have off those two weeks, and that was it. And and any other time, if I ask for a day off for something that I want to do or just something, I bust my ass. I, I'm pretty sure I earn my respect from everybody. This guy won't let me do it, and and then no, that's all. I, that, that's that's where I come to that conclusion all the time. Where like, yo, man, fuck this job shit, man. I can't I can't keep doing this. 
and I already got fired at my last job because I cursed the manager out. What if I do if I come up in his office and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? Why don't you give me my fucking day? I was like, we already know what happens when you do that, Robin. So my wife tells me, keep a chill head because I know you'll curse out managers because they're stupid to you. I, I, you're right. They are. They're, they're dumb. And so now here I am in that position. That game winning position. Andy, this, the ball is in my hands. There's three seconds left. What am I going to do? Am I going to make the three or am I going to make the two? What am I going to do, man? Am I going to make the game winning shot or going to put me on the line? Gotta, I got I to gotta win it, man. I, I got to win it. You're going to be in that position too sometimes as a husband. You're going to see what I'm talking about. There's going to be some times you're going to be hot and your wife is going to be cold. So guess who she's going to? She's going to you. You 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 got to you got to you got to produce man you got to be on fire man that's why it's so important to be so consistent as a man because yo you're going to be needed and if you ain't consistent oh man you're not going to go in there with that momentum that you're going to win you know and so yeah man I'm really excited about this cuz uh I want to take this this podcast to another level another level man um because uh people people like us yo shout out to all the people overseas that listen to the podcast, I see we got Ghana, we got Canada, we got France that's been growing up. <laughs> More people in France uh, are listening to us. Shout out to Plus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm Haitian, so I got nothing but love for y'all. Shout out to Ireland. Shout out to Poland. That was a new one, Andy. Poland. You know Poland. what I'm saying? Yeah, Poland. Shout out to Poland. They people from Poland are listening to the podcast, man. I mean, it's a it's a nice long list, man. Poland, Ghana, Ireland, uh, man. What 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 other states? What other uh, countries, man? Oh, won't kill me because they'll be like, "Come on, Rob, you gotta say my 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 uh my country." God damn, Canada, Zimbabwe, Canada. <laughs> Nah, don't quite have yeah. We got Canada, man. Canada's listening to us. Yeah, we just got a lot, man. We got a lot of people listening to us, man. And and it's and it's great. Um, and I, I'm really excited. And it's about to be more, man. We got we just gotta keep continue being consistent, man. It's 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 growing. It's growing, man. Sooner or later, I'll be able to call you and Joe up and say, yo, I'm about to pay you guys. Well, how do you guys want it? Cash app, or do you want it through there? Where you're tax free and you get your money. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? Shit, man, but excited, dog. And and how about you, Andy? Your heart racing? Anybody in Eureka's family tell you, hey, man, you can walk out now? Because I remember everyone in Steph's family was telling me that. Robin, you can walk away now, man. You you can walk away now. You 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 don't know what you're, you're, what you're walking into. You know what I mean? I remember that shit happening. My mother-in-law tried to scare me. You can walk. Has that, has that happened to you yet? Or is everybody just like, go, Andy, you got this? <laughs> It's, it's, it's neither. Um, I mean, the thing, the thing is, we've been together for so long. It's like it's about time. That, that's our situation. All right. And here's a here's a here's a deep question I have for you, Andy. I had to ask myself this a few years ago. Do you really? Do we honestly need a state to tell us that we want to marry an individual and actually say, okay, you're finally married? Or can two people just make that decision? Hey, we're we're married. I'm committed to this person. Does a does a piece of paper really d- signify everything that you've been through, through thick and thin? You need a piece of paper. Heck, you need a marriage license to get married. So I'm asking the government, hey, I need a license to get married. Does that you know when you when you start thinking about it, like, yo, I don't need that. You sound like Batman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, because believe it or not, when Batman tell me something. 
it takes me a minute to process it because I'm like, why does Batman feel this way? The more and more I think about it, I'm like, God damn, Batman got a point. I really wish Batman would get on this damn show, man. He's just on some weird shit. He don't want to get on the damn show, man. But yeah, uh, <laughs> you so ever think my, about that? Oh, uh, I mean, when he, when Batman brought up my attention, I was like, okay, uh, I hear you. Mm-hmm. It makes sense what you're saying. However, it's, it, it it goes down to the it goes down to the logistics of everything, just in terms of like bank accounts. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, loans, um, your property, and everything like that. It's easier for, to me, I feel like it's easier transition. Just letting the state know, hey, we're married. This is not my wife, and this this is how we're gonna divvy everything out. And I think me and when I think when I was discussing with Batman, I think the biggest thing we were talking about was like divorce. How come in divorce? Um, we can't as a couple decide or as two individuals decide what each one of us will get. And I told Batman, like, yo, it is like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you are, you are two mature individuals that decide that we are no longer good for one another, you would then decide and come to a fair agreement like, hey, um, this, is what, this is what you should have. This is what I should have. And if y'all agree, y'all let y'all lawyers know. And then they'll take it up to the judge and then that's it. Uh-huh. The lawyers, they want to see you fight, man. Um, uh, somebody on uh, YouTube, uh, I don't know how she got this. She got all the text messages Dr. Dre was sending to his wife and shit, his ex-wife now, um, because this lady wants $2 million a month from him in spousal support. And I'm just like, what the hell is your problem, man? And then there's guys that say he should pay up. That was his wife. He should pay him. He should like, yo, that's two million dollars, man, a month. <laughs> what do you need that much money for? You by yourself, all your kids are grown. What do you need two million dollars for? And then all the judges are saying, hey, like, like you got one just say, hey, when she when she when she texts you, don't don't even respond, ignore. Her. And I think that's what Nicole's uh, lawyer is telling uh, um, um, Nicole to do, hey, don't respond to Dre, because Dre sent her like 20 text messages, she never responded to any of them. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is going to be a nasty divorce, man. It's going to be a nasty divorce. That's the one thing that I can't stand. They're the ones in the positions, the, the world, the, the, um, the governor is in the position to tell you when you're married, right? And then they're in the position to tell you how you're going to go about everything once you guys are separated, you know, that's that's it's crazy to me, dog. Spousal support, what you can't just be by yourself and grind and you get to that fucking position because you were ahead of this, you you were ahead of the pack, you had a second person to lean on, man. So, me who was so me who who's been grinding by myself single, you know, I I was divorced. And then I made it to the top. Then I have a friend, a clown, who's saying, yo, me and my wife divorced. Well, yo, I'm getting $2 million a month. I'm looking at that guy like I want to beat his fucking ass. What the fuck? I didn't take that shortcut. Why the fuck should you? (laughs) Yo, why do we run away from the struggle? So what? They're temporary. They don't have to be permanent. Check it out, check it out. So, Dr. Dre was a billionaire. Pretty much close to it. Two million dollars a month, Andy. Think about that. That that that's a there's a certain <laughs> lifestyle that she was living. 
There was a certain lifestyle that she was living that she got accustomed to and that she wants to maintain. Is it fair? Is it sane? I think not. But in her in her in her little mind, she deserves that two million a month. Mm-hmm. And she could ask for more. But um I agree with you hundred percent. If you wasn't with me shooting in the gym, yo, you don't deserve this money. But at the end of the day, it's I don't know, man. I think I think there's a lot behind the scenes. There was a lot mm-hmm. there, there was probably time that she held them down to, you know, to produce. She she probably was she probably wasn't one that convinced him to sell Beast by Jada Apple. We don't know. Right. You know so it's like <laughs> Where's her savings at though, Andy? Where's hers? I'm pretty sure her and Drake can come to an agreement here. Here's the amount of money I'm giving you for the rest of your life. Good, boom, done. Fuck you need lawyers for. Lawyers are just just little viruses, just knacks, you know what I mean? Like, just mosquitoes. Yeah. It was suck blood and that's it. But yeah, man, I'm hoping, I'm hoping the best and I'm hoping the best for Emmett Smith in his situation. It's just crazy, man. There's, so, so Andy, after looking at these two situations, there's not an equation that means that you're guaranteed anything. I'm starting to realize that, dog. You ain't guaranteed anything. You, you could be so happy one day, right? Then the next day, your significant other might just tell you, I don't want to be with you anymore. And then you're going to be like, what? What did I do? You're going to try to fix it. You're just going to go straight into defense mode. No, 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 no. I'll get it. You're going to turn Super Saiyan 3, and you're going to try to battle. <laughs> Knowing that it's not going to work, dog. Even Super Saiyan 3 won't take this mindset down, dog. Man, dog, it's, 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 it's unbelievable, man. So going forward, I hope we can – I hope we, um, people can get married for the right reasons, man, and really ask themselves some serious questions, Now, Are you really going to be with this person even if they get fat? Will you have the balls to tell them, hey, you're getting fat, you look like shit, can you do something about it? Do you have the balls to say that? That's not easy. It's not easy. You, if you, has, have you and Eureka had that conversation? Because I remember one time Steph said, hey, Rob, you, you started to get a little fluffy. I'm, too, uh, no, I'm only six feet one. I'm six one. And at one point, I weighed 262. What the fuck? It was almost 300 pounds. I was almost as worse as David Goggins. <laughs> I was, man, I was just eating out all the time. That was my fault, man. Eating like shit. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, Andy, where you were so heavy where people were concerned. How much you running now? The last time I checked. <laughs> <laughs> I was two forty-five, sir. The last time I checked. No, it ain't bad. It ain't bad. <laughs> Still got some work to do, though, man. My next weigh-in is on the twenty-eighth. I'll let me to be on Monday. I'll let you know. <laughs> so, so tomorrow. Yep. Oh, my weigh-in is tomorrow, man. We'll see if I went up or if I went down again. So far, I've been consistent. Been dropping weight. I've lost nine pounds. Two fifty-four. Job down to forty seven, man. I'm 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 proud of myself, man. I'm getting there. All right, man. I got you, man. Again, just take just one day at a time, man. One day at a time, man. Like like same thing we were saying in regards to like going into marriage. It's all about the intent. Be intentional on the, on the things that you're doing, and you should be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it is. Right, and it's, it's it's really a spirit game too, man. And he was ever a female, you know. I'll be reeking doesn't get mad. I think she 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 will. With her for female, you kissed in your past, and you kissed her, and you felt absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, so it's happened to you too. 
Uh, you know, and I was just gonna say, I only, I only kissed one other female um, that I felt nothing. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say no because the, my first kiss, um, we end up dating. That was my girlfriend at the time, and so I felt something. Um, but was it love? Definitely not. Probably just infatuation because again, that was my first girlfriend. I saw it was sprung. Um, so I can't say that I did. Um, I can't say that I was I was ever in that situation. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't that what crazy? Um, um, dog. There's been plenty. I think. You know what's crazy? Middle school. I guess middle school doesn't count, man. And then I high school. I had a girl that I never even kissed on the lips, man. But when I got to college and I was fooling around, about, huh? What about Barbara? What are you talking about? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did, I did, I did, man. When when I was kiss when I was kissing her, it felt good. It felt good. But when I started realizing, okay, the relationship is deeper than that because uh. I would notice the things that she would say on things as far as like, you know, kids are going to eat Burger King every day. I was like, what the fuck? Then the next time I kissed her, I didn't feel what I felt at the same time. Like, my spirit was like, nah, nigga, you got to get out of this. This ain't, no. Your kids are going to be obese. Your kids are going to be out of shape, unhealthy. And that is not what you stand for, man. And so it's so funny. You got to, I think, I think, they should have this as a rubric or something in school, man, where you can protect your spirit somehow. You know what I mean? Like people need to understand that, yo, you got a spirit inside of you and it's either good or it's average or it's okay or it's weak or it's depressed. You got to feed that spirit, Andy. Like, I swear, like we should know about this kind of stuff because I ain't gonna lie. I fooled around a little before I met my wife and I didn't feel anything from those girls. They couldn't even penetrate my soul and it bothered them because I was protecting it. I knew how to protect it. But then again, I'm a man. It's easy for us to do that. For women, it's like the hardest thing because I'm telling them to throw their emotionalness out of the window. It ain't happening. But there are some women that are thugs that can do it. <laughs> and those women get shamed upon by the other women. Oh, she ain't no real woman. I was like, what are you talking about? She figured out the game. She figured it out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. Think logically. Versus emotionally, man. She peeped game. She peeped game, um, man. I mean, so here's the funny thing, right? I was actually talking with my girl not too long ago about the same little thing, and I was telling her, like, you know, I really couldn't ever see myself sleeping around or being, like, having, like, a whole face. Um, I think I would have to get pushed to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it was ever anything that I seen myself doing because – I feel like I would have got too attached to whoever, to whoever I was gonna like oh, be sexually yeah. active with. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's funny that you bring that up. Um, it makes it makes sense. I think a lot of times for for guys, is it easier for us to just shut out, shut our feelings down? Yeah. At the same time, I feel like deep down there might be a little something that we feel for them, just a little bit. But yeah, we just don't let we just don't let it surface. Nah, not the female I was messing around with. <laughs> Hell nah. I think I tell I told my wife this before too. I was like, one of them literally said, Get me pregnant. I want to have your baby. I'm like, no, you are out of your mind. This was not the deal. The deal was, hey, this is not this is not part of the contract. Yeah, See what I did? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I said, 
we gonna fool around. You said you got needs, I got needs, and we were gonna take care of each other's needs. That was it. We were not gonna get into anything serious. This is strictly funny. She's like, but I'm starting to, I was like, oh no, here we go. I was like, so I was basically telling her, let's rip the contract up. We're not gonna <laughs> reconstruct a new one. We're just gonna stop this right now. Come on, come on. Like, no, what type of shit is that? I fucking you some good dick. And then you tell me, hey, I wanna have your baby. What is your problem? You don't know me. You don't know me. I just did one. <laughs> I performed one act and I did it superstar Hall of Fame status. And just because of that, <laughs> I'm the greatest. No, no, no. This was with a woman who was 10 years older than me. No, that was just, just baffled me. <laughs> I was 32. I was. That was the crazy thing. I'll never forget that, though. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. Yo, man. Hey, that's how it be, bro. Now that, yo, man, for real, man. It's in, um, and, but, but that's when, like, that's when I started learning, Andy, because I was, because I wouldn't feel nothing for her. For her, it was something I had to negotiate. Somebody is the better negotiator. Somebody's actually negotiating, and the other person's like, no, I want pleasure. Maybe something great's gonna come out of it. When you have that mindset, you're gonna start blaming everybody for what goes wrong. Man, he used me for sex, or, or she used me for sex, blah, 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 blah. and now all the excuses come. You know, my spirit wasn't right. You, like, literally, you have to be like Goku. You gotta prepare for battle, man. You gotta know how to get in defense mode, like how Yugi had all those those monsters, man. Put them in defense mode. You gotta know your mode. <laughs> for an extended period of time and you must be educated on that mode so you know how to get in that mode when, it, when it's vital, man. And so when she said that, I went complete in defense mode. I got out, I was like, nah, man, you crazy. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't happening. I remember trying to get a female out of a bad situation. She was in an abusive relationship and I thought I was gonna be her knight in shining armor but when I realized that that didn't work and she was really attached, I'm like, God damn, it really is like how they say it is on TV. They don't want to leave their abuser. So I was like, dang, when I was single, fooling around, having fun, I was starting to realize, damn, a lot of this shit on TV, they ain't lying. These females really do get attached to their abuser. And then they complain to you and you just like, come on, man, I'm better than this guy. And then the, the abusers are always big ass people. She was like, he's six, seven. You don't want to meet this. I was like, six, seven. Whatever, man. I don't care about that. Like, I'm sitting next to somebody six seven. It's not that tall. I'm like, dog. First of all, I'm not even the average height of a man. Most men are like five nine or five seven. I'm six one, dog. I just six seven doesn't intimidate me. I stood next to a seven footer for Pete's sake, and that even scared me. Maybe if I stand up next to Shaq, maybe I'll be a little terrified because Shaq is three hundred and something pounds, you know. But, dog, right, Andy? You you're you're six two. You know what it is when you stand next to somebody who's six six or six seven or six eight. It's not as tall as you think. They're like, if you, if you could get yourself on on some kind of uh uh um step stool, you'd be right there with them. <laughs> and that's all you literally need. Three inches off the ground, you could jump and you day damn high. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's that's when I was realizing. Oh shit, man. There's some people that are literally going in circles, man. You want to leave an abuser. But you protect the abuse, you protect the abuser. Why? And then you have a child with him, and then you text me saying, What's good? What do you what are you texting me? What's good for? I was like, yo, get off of my line. Cause at that time I was with Steph. I was, was like, yo, hey, you wanna you wanna come see me? Blah blah blah. Cause I stopped I stopped bugging it. I was like, yo, I'm not about to waste my time. And can you imagine there's guys that have went down that route and they lost their life? 
because they wanted to be with some girl that was getting abused and they wanted to be the night shine number because they were just following what they see on TV. Everybody wants to be a Romeo and to find their little Juliet. You see how Disney could get you killed? Disney. <laughs> Disney. Fuck out of here, man. That's why I've always feel like that. That's why I've never been a fan of Disney. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you Romeo. You see how you, Disney could get you killed? Yo, yep. <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Somebody watching a stupid cartoon trying to live it out. Dragon Ball Z will never get me killed because Dragon Ball Z made sense. <laughs> you push yourself to limits and limits, and if you're going to die, then guess what? You're going to die. <laughs> Goku thought about it before he fought free. He thought long and hard about it. And Piccolo said, Goku, it's going to take everything you got to kill every one of his homeboys. Let him know. Yo, you might die. Are you okay with that? Yes, but I'm going to beat him, okay? You're going to die trying. <laughs> so hot shout out to 50 shit that trying but yeah man like 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 i said though man like <clears throat> you it, it's fun today if you're if you're looking to learn right but don't be so emotionally attached to it that you make it your life you know what i'm saying like people again i've talked to people in the military right i asked them yo how do you feel about this shit does it get you mad that people are not standing up for the national anthem, blah, blah, blah. This female that I know, she's in the Nate, she's in the uh, Air Force. And she said a lot of people in the military, a white female too, on top of that. A white female, yo. She's younger than me, 25 years old. And she said that they don't care about that, dog. That's yeah. not that's not what it's about, you know? And, 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 I, and I knew it, man. But you got all these people that, that try to say, oh, you're a coward if you don't respect the flag. Why are we praising the flag? We need to praise good character. We need to praise honesty and respect. You know what I mean? We need to praise equality, not a fucking flag. Get the hell out of here, man. If I don't know how to speak Creole and I'm holding a Haitian flag talking about, yo, I'm a Haitian, I'm Haitian. And they're like, what do you know about the Haitians? I don't know anything, but I'm repping the flag. They're going to say, he's a dumbass. He's a dumbass. It's like me telling you that I could drive a car. It's, it's, like it's like me telling you I could drive a car and I ain't got no damn lights. I don't know how to, how to drive a car. You've seen me. Hit a damn gate, Andy. You remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. I was an idiot. Well, yeah, man. Shit, 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 shit's crazy. Yo, Andy, what is what is your take on that? Now, since you're out the military, do you still keep in contact with any of your Marine homeboys? And are any of them talking to you about it? Are they like all mad that they see in the NBA there's Black Lives Matter stains on the court? Um, no, no. There's actually a few. A few of them actually got, are coming to the wedding, but. To, to my knowledge, man, they just, they, they see a country in pain and, you know, they just like, they just are trying to sympathize with the country, but they, it, it, the whole flag thing of being patriotic, that's. So stupid to me. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, their, their, their loyalty is not within the flag, it's within the people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's how, that's how you said it. It's like, it was, I, seen, I seen something. There was, there was a guy that was talking about the Confederate flag and what it meant to him. And he said, he was saying how, like, uh, it's, 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 it's been in my family and all this and all that. And it's, it's, it means different things for different people. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But it's like, it's what makes the flag stand for something is the people. You get me? If that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> So it's, but it's not the flag itself. And so if somebody is not standing up for the national anthem, that's their choice. You right. know, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that he hates you. You know, it's just like he's just not standing up for the national anthem. And that's that's that, you know? 
So in, in terms of like my 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 friends and everything like that, nah, they they cool, they fine. They 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 have bigger things to focus on than just a, a minor disagreement. I'm I'm, t- I'm telling you, that's a problem, man. We just don't we just don't get along. Just don't see out of eye on shit. Somebody is always trying to enforce their values on you, and they exactly. want you to change your values and just won't accept you for who you are, man. Like I got a homeboy. Like I I like um. He listens to the podcast. He knows who he is, and he, he'll he'll try to convince me to listen to to this guy. This guy, like, it's kind of kind of like trying to kind of passively aggressively trying to push the, the Christianity thing on me, dog. And I'm like, yo, we already did do this discussion. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why are you showing me a pastor who's like who's like me and dresses like yo? It's not gonna work, dog. Like, cut it out, man. Cut it out. I've accepted you for you, accept me for me, and let's move on. <laughs> the problem is, Andy, we got communities of people that are fighting each other, and it's hard to move on, but it's like thousands upon thousands of them. <laughs> I just hope that they don't be bringing out dogs anymore or hoses in there, and, and it's like looking like 1954, 64 again. Like, yo, you getting hit by water and you dying? <laughs> I, think, I think the issue is... There, there is no, so the issue is there is no definitive right or wrong and people believe that their right is right yeah. and that your right is wrong. And it's like, who decides that? You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's exhausting just to like, just to see it. And my thing is, in terms of the whole Black Lives Matter, right? Yeah. Um, a life is lost. That's something to sympathize over. You know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. like, in terms of Breonna Taylor, the cops come in unannounced. You just break into the woman's door and you just kill this woman for no blame, for no reason. Nothing was going on, and so it's like, yeah, people be like, "Oh, she probably did this." Jacob Blake gets shot. Oh, he walked through. It's like, hold up, like, still. That's escalation. Like you, you have to know, like there's parameters. You know what I'm saying? When people, the thing, the thing that irks me is that when they they always try to justify a death. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, like there's there's no justification. Mm-hmm. There is none. The the cop out the the cop acted outside of their procedures, and in them doing so. An innocent life, an innocent life is not lost, and it's instead of you saying, instead of you saying like, oh, uh, oh, they probably did this, they probably did that. We just want you to just clearly just, you know, just sympathize or empathize with us and understand like, yo, we just lost one of our own. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the issue. But again, it's it goes back to they feel like their right is right. And all right, it's wrong. We feel the same way, vice versa. So it's like, I don't know why. It's like, it's like yo, we can't agree to disagree. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We can't do that. But it's like, it's it's so simple. Like, I don't know, man. Yo, um, for real. Um, and, and Damon Dash, um, I don't know if you've noticed on YouTube, he has like a, it's like a streaming service called Be High uh, TV. Have you seen that? No. Things that, this man talks about it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I like I learned from this guy. Like it's it's 
I'm telling you, he's getting some good content. You know, that's what I was telling you and Joe last night when we were on the podcast. We are so good at fucking media. And we haven't really had a chance to really be ourselves. We always have to be under a microscope of somebody else. <laughs> no, it's so it's we have to, we have to we are tailored to the audience that they they we are tailored to their audience. Like I said before, we are, from what I've been hearing, black people are thirteen percent of America. You know what I'm saying? So if we're thirteen percent of America, the way we our vernacular, our mannerisms, um, it's 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 not gonna. It might not appease the audience that they're trying to target, which is the majority of white individuals. So I think that's that's the only thing. And that, like I said, that's why we do have podcasts in which we can talk in the manner in which we talk. We can do it. We 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 go about and we talk about life, talk about things the way that we like to talk about it, and whoever stumble across our sites could get how we really are. That's why I think what I find funny, all the smoke is hilarious to me because it's like, I will see Matt Barnes on television mm-hmm. and I'll listen to his podcast. I'm like, it's the same dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like night and day, but it's like, that's the game. He knows when he's on ESPN, I have to speak a certain way. Same thing with, um, with, um, with, with yeah, like it's funny when I see, when I see him, cause like, I know how he want to act. You, you can see how you want to act, but he kind of, he has to, he restrains himself because he understands, all right, I'm on this show, so I can't go off like I want to go off, yeah. but I have a space to do so. And you have the fan base that supports that it's as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that crazy, honey? A pod, do a, it's a person who invented a podcast allowed people to really show who they really are. Um, Just in Allen Iverson, I don't know if you saw that episode with Allen Iverson, probably the best one I've ever seen on All the Smoke. Allen Iverson was on there on their most recent yeah. episode. That was great. They, I, they said Allen Iverson was the trendsetter. Allen Iverson was the reason why I wanted to have swag. Allen Iverson was the reason why I wanted to have an earring at so, at some point in my life when I got older because I couldn't do it in the Haitian household. It wouldn't, wouldn't happen. I had, to, I had to move out first. Uh, Allen Iverson was probably my favorite point guard that just didn't get a ring and it just it just broke my heart. He had one opportunity. He pretty much was like LeBron. He took a whole team to the finals. You can't even remember his starting five. And he got him up there. <laughs> Stomped over Ty Lue, and that was the only win. And Kobe and Brian and Shaq just said, we're going to annihilate you. And that's exactly what they did. Won four straight. I didn't – fight was over. I didn't even know what happened. I'm like, it's over already? I was rooting for Philly that year too, man. It's And he was so misunderstood. Because of Allen Iverson, the NBA has a dress code. Wear a suit and tie. Because the whole hip hop shit that you guys are bringing into corporate America, it shouldn't be accepted. Why the fuck? Why is it not? Why the hell do I have to dress in a suit and tie to impress you? Why the fuck is that the standard in business? I thought it was just intelligence. If I could bring something to the table and you and it can help you and it can help me, why the fuck the way I dress? Why does it bother you so much? Like, yo, I'm being me. It's crazy to be dog. Like, <laughs> no, no, but that, but that, but that, but again, though, man, that's why. Okay, the, the time that we live in is is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and uh, it's 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 we're living in the time in which you could do whatever it is that you want to do, and you can, you can reap success in what you want to do. Um, in terms of corporate America, that's just how it's always been. They're more traditional, and it's one of those things where if they see something that is threatening, threatening that condition, they try to <laughs> mitigate it to the best of their abilities, man. And it's, it's, it's as simple as that. And I mean, 
I, I will still say this though. I think because of AI, yeah, you where players are required to wear suits, but they they style it out though. Shout out to Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? He wears what he wears, you know, and it's like it's they they he still he still affected the league in that way. You know what I'm saying? And um it's just the nature of the beast, man. You so, know? So dumb to me, man. Uh, I agree. No, I agree. Let people be themselves, man. How much masking do they gotta do? Eventually, you're gonna wear so many masks, you won't even you. It's gonna take you a long time to remember what mask you originally came in with. You know what I'm saying? Like people can get lost in identities because you gotta be this person here, this person there. You can't be like what piece is that? There's just no. But that's that. But that's the thing. Though. I think at the end of the day, you are still you. It becomes. It it becomes language language changes versus identity changes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like if if uh, <laughs> if I'm um, if I'm talking with you, typically like the way I talk with you, I talk with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are certain individuals in which you know if they are in a white space, let's just say if I'm working with predominantly uh, like a predominantly white staff, they might not understand. Um, my slang, I'm gonna adjust the way that I speak just a tad bit, but it's still gonna be me, you know what I'm saying? So, thank you going back to Matt Barnes and um, and Stack. They understand when they're in the studio, when they're in the studio of ESPN again, they're talking the same way, they just gotta change a few things mm-hmm. versus when they do the podcast, it's free range. And so, it's, I, I don't want to say it's too much of it being a mask, I'll just say they understand, okay. I gotta use my diff- I, I gotta change my dialect up here. That's all it is. That's all that it really becomes. However, though, you do you are correct in which there are individuals that do struggle with that with that with that identity crisis of constantly changing who they are in every single circle that they are a part of. And that's not good at all. That's not healthy. That can make you results drugs. That can make you go to a lot of stupid shit because you're lost. You're not happy, and so. Yeah, man, I, I definitely agree with you. And you're not lying. It is night and day difference. <laughs> when I first saw the episode of Ball of Smoke, I'm like, yo, Matt Barnes is like one of the homies, dog. I, d- I developed a different respect for him. I'm like, yo, I'm not by myself, man. That's great, man. And I ain't going to lie. And even when I have my wife friends, I talk the same way that I talk to you with them. And they love that shit. Only because they're like, yo, this is who you really are. I'm like, yo, this is really who I am. I ain't going to change it. Some of them even start saying Miami slang terms. Because I, I just I ref, I refuse, man. I could I maybe I'll I will i will throw some vocabulary words because I know they like that stuff, right? You know, you can help with a couple big vocabulary words to develop a little respect for you, right? <laughs> but I'm never gonna say their words. Just ugh, nah, nah. You'll never catch me talking to a white person. I'm like, yo, that's awesome, man. I'm not doing that. I don't say that to you. I don't even say that to my brother. Never you know, you'll never hear me say certain words like ain't coming out of my mouth, dog. But you know, you know you're, you're- you never say totally. Totally. Never say never never, do that. Never. 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 I've said dude, but not in the the way that they say it. Dude, the way Miami guys say it. Like we say it in this way, like you just you're just this guy. Like this dude. This dude. And white people are like, dude. Like, you know, you see the, the tone difference there? I was like, yo, you're my friend. And then, dude, and then, dude, 
You know, like, like, who the fuck is this guy? Who did, there's an <laughs> own difference right there. You know what I mean? Oh, man. No, you're right. It's like, right, yo, this, that's what's crazy. Because my wife, I remember one of my white friends saying, yo, Bobby, why do you say a dude in a way like, <laughs> like, it's not very endearing. It's not loving. I'm like, because it's not. Not where I come from. It's more no, like, right. I, mean, you're you know, I don't really like you like that. Like, I just <laughs> you're 100% correct, bro. 100% correct. It's the culture, man. Some older people be like, why do you call me a kid? I'm like, I don't mean it like as if you, you are. It's just it's just a Miami thing. You wouldn't understand. You, you just wouldn't understand, man. And I remember when I went to K-State, they tried to make me feel bad for being such a Miami culture guy. And when I was young, I listened to them because I didn't have enough confidence in my foundation within myself to say, man, fuck that. The hell? That's where I come from, man. I love it, man. But you know what? I took the, I listened to them and I said, okay, let me see. Maybe they're trying to teach me how to move in corporate America. Maybe that's all they were trying to say. And, I, and then when I got older, I realized, oh, that's what they were trying to do. <laughs> because there's some people in college that they refused to do it and they were still talking like high school people, right? And then when they graduated, they're still doing the same. And then they found it hard to be the right candidates for positions in corporate America that paid them some good money. But, no, oh man, we, 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 we ain't changing that. So funny, man. You ever want to hear somebody was making fun of how Florida people talk on TikTok because we say uh, the, the way we say certain words, like we say, we say all of them. You know, we won't say all of them. We say all of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a vibe thing. You from the south, you say ain't, and people be like, ain't ain't no word. Like I ain't do that shit. Or <laughs> like, like it's crazy, man. When we're supposed to say word, we be like was gone. <laughs> He was gone. He was gone. <laughs> I was like, how do you spell gone? G-O-N. <laughs> you don't put an E at the end? At the end? No, G-O-N. That's how I come through. And then some of them, I remember one of my friends, my white friends, he heard me call him dog. And so he texts me, what's up, dog? And he spelled it D-O-W-G. I was like, you spelled it wrong, man. I was like, don't use the word if you don't know how to spell it. He's like, so how do you spell dog? It's D. A W G. I educated my white friend on it, man. He was like, yo, because he's, he's like, what's up, dog? D O W G. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, yo, I ain't got no damn tail, man. <laughs> I'm like, you think I'm a dog? <laughs> All I heard was a wolf in my head. Like, yo. <laughs> oh, man. D O W G. Hilarious, man. Yeah, man. We, we love, I, it's, it's just good to see. That a lot of black men like they they at some point in time they came into contact with a culture that I came in contact with because we use the same words. And when I hear CJ say dog, I'd be like, yeah. But when they say pop, they lose me, dog. Calling soda pop. I'm like, yeah, my boy's whack. <laughs> pop. What? I are, you know, I debated with some people about that up here in Kansas yeah, City. I mean, <laughs> that's 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 pretty much upbringing though, man. It's like oh, man. I think I think if you are I think Midwest is is pop. Like from the South is soda, but that's what it is. Whatever it is, what it is. It's a, it's a, <laughs> You've been in that bay too with a couple of the Mandy. <laughs> it's a, it's a soft drink. That's all it is. That's what it's called at the end of the day. A soft drink. Oh, that's what it is. A soft drink. <laughs> exactly. If you want to be very, very, very technical about it, a soft drink, like you got big Donalds. What, sir, what would you like for a soft drink? <laughs> Why is it a soft drink? Who made came up with that? There's a bunch nah. of acid in it. There's nothing soft about the damn drink. I can't go sprinting after I drink some soda. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but yo, man, it, it's it's funny, man. Like we we went into an hour long debate about. It. I told my homeboy, quit saying pop. And he's like, you quit saying soda because it's not soda. You, so so I told him, so what did you what, so what do you really call? It? He's like soda pop. I was like, take off the pop. You already got it right. Just take the pop part out. <laughs> That's what it is. It's soda. That's what it, I mean. That's how you meet these Midwest people. We go at back and forth about certain terms and analogies. It's hilarious, man. It's hilarious, dog. But yo, man, this was definitely um, a good episode, sir, man. Very, very good content. Very, very good content, man. I, I like the direction that we're heading in, man. Can't wait to see who wins this game tonight. Um, let's just hope that the Heat are listening to Skip Bayless talking shit. Saying, nah, man, LeBron, LeBron's going to kill whoever whoever wins out of the East. I hope Miami is like, yo, fuck this guy, Skip. Fuck the Lakers. Fuck, well, we're going to get AD. There's a certain mindset you got to come in with. And it just it's so funny how that mindset, it now trans, it transfers into your performance. You know, and I really want people to really get that and just let that sink into their spirit, man. When you have that mentality that I'm not scared, it's so crazy how, how different you perform, how faster you get things that other people just can't seem to get because they went in there saying, oh, man, I'm scared. I'm not going to win. I don't know. And you're like, man, I'm about to murder this shit, man. This shit is I'm, – I'm, I'm about to make the difference to, to this when I touch this. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to turn this thing into gold. This is just – it's an attitude, Andy. You know it, dog. You know it. You were the one who taught me that, Andy. You taught me that shit. Remember, man, I'll never forget it. We're running around a big old university. I'm in high school. I pretty much did the whole thing. And then towards the end, I was trying to walk. And then you just pushed my back. When you did that, you changed my life, dog. I, <laughs> I always finish everything now. Because I thought it was, I was like, I thought it was bad that I, that I actually did it. I'm like, yo, am I actually running all of this? I thought Andy was crazy for running this much. But when you pushed me, I was like, yeah. You were like, man, don't you want to be better than Shaq? I remember you telling me that. I was like, hell yeah, I'll be Shaq when I, when I had that dream to go to the NBA, man. It's crazy. I was so heartbroken. It didn't happen, man. Now I'm just watching the game like a fan, and some people be like, you act like you won't be on the court. You're damn right I do. If I could, if I had the chance, man, I would, I would love it, man. But yeah, dog. Thank you for that, for that moment, Andy. I hope you do that for other people, too, dog. Some people won't even run around. They won't even attempt. I attempted it, man. You sh you showed us what commitment was. When people were making fun of you, why does this guy always walk around with a basketball? Tell us this guy's problem. Remember that though? They were making fun of the guy with the damn basketball. You had multiple bags. <laughs> yeah, you was walking around school like you was going shopping. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. But you just showed me the commitment. And that's why I have the commitment to this day. You showed me what real commitment was. I didn't know what it was, man. I didn't know what it was. And I used to worry about people's opinions and you did it. And when you did that, it showed me that I shouldn't worry about people's opinions either. That's why I don't worry about people's opinions. Always, there's always people telling me, yo, man, like, like I said, like I was telling Joe, I told one of my homeboys at work, he's older. It's like 50 something years old, man. I told him, I wanted, I'm about to go doing the truck driving thing, doing this for my family, my wife, man, trying to get us in a better opportunity. He looked at me and said, yo, don't you have a baby at home? You got a, a four-month-old, and you got two-year-old, and you got two others that always come from time to time, you know, you, you know, my other two stepdaughters. I was like, yeah, man. He was like, yo, you shouldn't do that, man. They were not going to even know who you are when you come back. I'm like, what is this guy? I'm telling this guy this because this is a brother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They should be happy when you advance, and he's telling me some negative shit. What happens if I'm somebody with low self-esteem, Andy? I'm going to probably call the lady who recruited me and say, hey, I can't do it. My friend told me I can't do it, man. Like, <laughs> there's something like, 
Once again, I got to go back to Vegeta. Vegeta said to Nefa and Raditz, uh, <laughs> they said, Vegeta, why didn't it bother you with Frieza and them calling you a monkey and that you were weak because he couldn't annihilate a, 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 a planet like chicken in, in a day? <laughs> he laughed and he said, strength is the only thing that matters in this world. <laughs> Everything else is just a diffusion for the weak. <laughs> just never forget that. <laughs> the gust of wind went up in the air and the camera was just right up and she, I'm, t- I'm telling you, Dragon Balls, he changed my life, dog. Like, <laughs> that was the <laughs> shit. <dog. laughs> oh, you remember man. that scene, right? That shit was powerful, man. Like, I used to listen to this guy. I'm like, he is so smart. <laughs> He's so intelligent. <laughs> I used to be like the word you to just go one ear out the other, like, man, what did he say? He said such a big word, man. <laughs> like, Machida was so smart. So smart, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing that matters in this world, which you say to yourself. Machida never cared when anyone said, that prince, that arrogant prince. <laughs> he said, I am the prince. You know, he <laughs> just let you know. I don't care what you say. I'm still coming after you. I'm going to whoop your ass, man. And, and just, I, just, I just love Machida. I used to hate him when I was young. I was like, man, what's wrong with this guy? Why can't he come and chill like Goku? But the thing is, I would probably be a little salty, too, if I was the same prince and I didn't turn super same person, some <laughs> random guy <laughs> who's down. That was stupid. It turns into super saying, I get it, man. I get it. Dog. I got Vegeta's competitive spirit, man. But yeah, man. Like, you have to be able to stand up on your own opinion, your own foundation. You defend your foundation. And somebody who sees how you defend your foundation, Andy, so well, they're going to be like, yo, Andy, let me get a piece of that shield. I need it in my foundation. And believe it or not, now you change somebody's life because now they know how to defend themselves better now because they saw how you defended yourself. You see what I'm saying, Andy? That's, that's what we need to do for each other, man, to get the world a better place. You taught me how to ignore the naysayers. So now I put the headphones on when people start talking shit. <laughs> like, Rob, you can't do this. You can't do this. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, man. I, <laughs> I even had a lady get emotional because I told her I was leaving. An older woman who was like, kind of like a mother figure to me. She's like, I didn't think you were going to do it so fast. I was like, you told me I got to take care of my family, man. You told me I got to take it up to the next level. You told me not to stay stuck in this, this hospital. You thought I wasn't going to listen. You thought I was going to be one of those people that <laughs> we're just going to talk about it forever and I'll never do a change. You know, people, people get caught up in that. Oh, man, I'm just going to come back. I'm just going to vent to this person about the same shit all over again. <laughs> as long as Andy keeps listening, I'm going to keep telling him. <laughs> what you need to do is hang up the phone. What you need to do is get mean with them. Like, yo, I'm sick and tired of you talking about this sob story. It's either you're going to do something about it or not. If you're not going to do anything about it, don't talk to me about it. I'm tired of hearing it. Because now it's affecting your spirit, and now you're going to start learning how to lose. And then you're going to justify the losing. You see how that works, man? <laughs> like, like, I'm trying to help somebody here, man. Somebody got somebody to gotta hear me here, man. Like, they got to, dog. But um, anyway, everybody, thank you for an episode of uh, another episode of Real Talk Reviews in the Books. And if there's anything health-wise that you would like to share, you know, everybody in their little workout regimens, uh, workout regimens, you, you, do you have any clients? You see anybody making some improvements? You want to give a shout-out to a client for taking some advice of yours, man? Of course, of course. It's, uh, it's going to be a Khadija Leif. She's a uh, Orlando police officer doing a great job so far. Been training her for about one month now. She lost a total of five pounds um, and mainly gained uh, lost five pounds of fat, gained mm-hmm. about two pounds of muscle. So she's looking pretty good so far, increasing her run time and everything like that as well. So it's looking good for her so far. That's what I'm talking about. Andy, I got one question for you because me and my wife got into this debate. I told her 
because what 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 is your what do you say to women who had kids? You know, obviously they breastfed and all that, and your titties sag. What workouts do they do to get them to get them up? I said you gotta run, you gotta bench. Am I wrong, Andy? Tell me if I'm wrong. Because I, I know you've had probably some clients because they tell you, let me just go to uh, uh, a doctor that could just lift my titties up in a surgery, which I now, mean. Now, now, this one is kind of tough because I think um, normally when people think about breast development or, or well, breast sagging and chest development for females when they train, if a female trains her chest and gains muscle in that area, the breast will have a tendency to shrink a little bit because the, the size the size is highly uh, associated with um, fat. Mm-hmm. So if a female is gaining muscle overall, um, her breast may, may reduce in size. However, if they're sagging and they do that, it's gonna, they're going to elevate though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in terms of like, you, you weren't wrong in terms of the bench part. They just need to, to like focus on doing a little bit more chest chest exercises. I wouldn't necessarily say a bench press. I'll say more like flies, something that that uh, focuses them on like extending the chest and then they're squeezing the pecs at the top, um, targeting it in different angles. That will be able to help them out a lot. And in terms of like cardio, same thing. Like I said before, man, just hit cardio. Um, not not I mean like high intensity interval training. Um, that's the type of cardio that they should want to do and should want to uh, target to necessarily lose the overall fat that they need to lose as well. Okay, yeah, because I because I was telling her I can get it right. But uh, when I told her that we have to do bench, she was like, what? I was like, yeah, you got to lose fat in the arm somehow, believe it or not. It works. <laughs> your triceps, your biceps, you, 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 you're squeezing your, your, your chest while you're benching. You're supposed to, at least. And you're supposed to use your core, too, while you're, you're benching. I see so many guys cheat, Andy. Their backs are not even on the bench, and they're lifting. Like, Yo, you can't even bench this dog. You're cheating. I see somebody do three plates, and he lifted his own back up, and he just ah, he screamed up, and he looked at me he's like, God, man, I was like, you a cheater, dog. You a cheater. You a cheater. You didn't even get it done. Keep your back flat, you cheater, man. I'm like, you, because like, I did it the right way, and he was watching me. He's like, hey, you struggled there. <laughs> Okay, I'll struggle. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll struggle. I'm the, one, I'm the one who did it the right way. You, you ain't struggling. You cheated. You lift your whole body up. like It's like they're about to bang a girl, man. Like, she on top of him, and he's, like, trying to get his stroke up. He he, he, he lift his whole midsection up and his meat up. His st- you ever notice how <laughs> That just be sticking out. <laughs> Thrusting. <laughs> Yeah, let me see. This is making me laugh, dog. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Yo, thank you, everybody, for uh, rocking us, rocking with us, man. Another episode of Real Talk, Real Views in the Books. Hey, sir, take it easy, man. Enjoy the rest of the week. Good luck to the rest of the week, man. And everybody, y'all be easy, man. Peace.